going to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it like Biggie tried to do, and saying no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666. You can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. John 15 and 1, I'm the true, van, the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. When Jesus described himself as divine, he called it himself the true vine. By true, he means what? Genuine. In Jeremiah 2 and 21, God addresses the nation and says that he planted them as a noble vine. But they had turned from him and become a degenerate plant of an alien vine. Thus, that's when they start going after false gods, of course. Thus, the Old Testament imagery of Israel as a vine repeatedly focuses on God's care for the nation in light of their what? Failure. All we know, Israel continued to fail God. And this is why God even presented himself, Jesus presented himself to Israel and they rejected him. So they rejected the source of their help. Ultimately, the Gentiles accepted him. Thus, making Israel envious. And this was God's purpose. So that they would also have an opportunity to accept Jesus as Messiah. To call him a vine dresser is to tell them that he cares for them personally and is wise enough to know exactly what to do to make the vine fruitful. So we call God the vine dresser. That means he is divinely planning he's divinely pruning he's divinely purging he knows what's best look at somebody say he knows what's best for me with such a vine dresser like god the branches can experience complete confidence and security so we put our total trust and our faith in him and all he requires is that we live of him live for him y'all know that's a requirement right god requires us to live for him you're not saved if you're not living for him. If you're not living for him and claiming salvation, what makes you saved? My belief, if your belief is genuine, then you would believe that you need to live for him. Because faith without works is what? But it's not what I'm doing. It is what you're doing. It's not what you're doing to be saved. It's what you're doing because you're saved. A saved person does saved people stuff. A crazy person is crazy. Because, why is a crazy person crazy? Because they do what? Crazy stuff. If you stop doing crazy stuff, you're not crazy. So how are you saved if you're not doing save people stuff? 
15 and 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he, speaking of God, takes it away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth what? More fruit. When we are first saved, we exhibit zeal and desire to share Christ with others. So we bear fruit based upon our knowledge at the time. In this state, we we perceive that all is good and well with our soul. So when you first got saved, you tried to get everybody you know saved. And you was using the little bit that you knew to try to win them. Didn't work most of the time because you don't know nothing. It's just emotions. How you doing, brother? How'd your weekend go? What happened to you? I got saved. And you can too. <laughs> Just buy your heads right now. Because you, I mean, you know, and you didn't really have knowledge at the time. But all was good. But then as time progressed, God begins to cut us. He cuts us. So little fruit you bore when you first got saved. You was going feeding the poor. You was going door to door, leaving groceries. You was, you know, oh, I buy your gas and just getting people gas, buying people groceries at the grocery. Yeah, you know how you were. You were just just goodwill for all men. All that you were just bearing fruit, 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 fruit. I mean, you were just producing fruit, everything, everything. Then God started cutting you. Yeah. Cutting can be a painful process, but the trying of our faith is what teaches us who he really is. So you all excited about him emotionally, but you don't really know who he is until you've gone through with him. Amen. He has to cut you to show you who he really is. You bore all that fruit and you're like, man, look at all this fruit. He took all that fruit away and cut you. And if it grows back, then you'll know it. You'll know who God is. It's not based on emotion at that point. Am I preaching in here? I feel like it. And the trying of faith is what teaches us who he really is. Oh, yeah. The test of time. That's what I say. Time teaches. Time will always reveal it. Amen. Amen. Time never lies. Amen. You done got saved. Hey, every time you say, how you doing, brother? Hey, hey. Brother, just, just, give him some time. Just give him some time. Give him some time. Hey, brothers, come to the church. Man, I want to I, I play the instruments. Well, no, brother, just sit down. Let's give you time. Okay, but, I mean, but can I work a camera? I need to work a camera. Brother, just, just sit down. We'll give you some time. I mean, I mean, I mean, man, I, I mean, come on, man. Can I bring my turntables up here and mix on the wheels of steel doing the, doing the, doing the, brother, sit down somewhere and wait. Just wait your turn. Just give it time. And then over time, the real him shows up. Oh, yeah. Always give them time. That zeal at first got them going. They're high on the Lord. But when they come off that high and real world hits them. Basically, when God starts dealing with you and your issues and yourself, the deep, dark, spiderweb covered stuff. 
Because there is no relationship with God without testing. So he's going to test you to see what you're really about. And those tests will continue to come to test your integrity. You hear me? You make the wrong decision, you go back to start. I'm not firewood. Amen? I'm a fruit-bearing branch. So I can't do what firewood does. Firewood feels good when you light it. If it's cold enough, looks good, smells the house, mm, that aroma of hickory. Oh, it's nice. Give it a couple of hours, it's gone. But that fruit bearing branch, keep pruning it, keep cleaning it, last a lifetime. Man, I'm preaching in here. But the zeal we have when we first save must remain. The cares of this life come to make us use our logic instead of our faith. John 15 and 3. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. God cuts us to prepare us for what? More fruit. So the little fruit you got the day after you were saved and all that, God took all that away because he's preparing you for more fruit. The two-edged sword, which is his word, is what cuts us and purges or cleans that that's what he cuts us or purges and cleanses us with his word his word and the word is all we need to cleanse us you're doing wrong the word will show you that's why folks that practice doing wrong don't read the bible you can't many believers ignore the bible and remain stagnant and unproductive but those that will take heed to the word will bear what more fruit. So God is cleaning up these little character issues that you have. Them little lies you keep telling all the time. God says stop. So you can bear more fruit. Oh yeah. yeah them little lies that you have lied so long you forgot. That you lying. But you can't go any further because you're still holding on to those lies. Amen. You're in the same place. You're disappointed with yourself because you're in the same place. Amen. When people are down on themselves, they're dangerous. People that are down on themselves are dangerous to leadership. Because if they're down on themselves, but they think you're not down on yourself, they're jealous of you and envious of you. Even if it's their own fault. Women that are down on themselves, gossip. Men that are down on themselves, pornography and masturbation. Yeah, women that are down on themselves can't keep their mouth shut. Amen. Yeah, he's cutting you right now. The message is slicing. He's cutting you because he's trying to get you ready for more. So the little things, the little foxes, the little sins, the little dip got to stop. The ones that endure the cutting while standing in faith and trusting in God's plan will be in position to bear what? So the ones that can endure the cutting, endure these messages, don't bounce, leave because I'm talking about you when I'm preaching. Because I'm going to talk about you. Because you're going to step in the line of fire. That's just the way preaching is. 
going to be talking about you sometimes. I'm going to be talking about me. My own mama going to get talked about. Just because we step in the line of the fire. We do things. We hear things against what we do. That's getting cut. Isn't that what church is? And then when you get cut in here, it makes you go home and not do it no more. That's the way it used to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When it's getting preached against, it's hard for you to keep doing it. You can either leave this church or get with this church. Or be crazy. That's the crazy person that comes in here. I was just, who was I talking? I'm talking to Aaron. I was telling him, I said, there's some crazy people in here. Not a lot. We call it 1%. That's what we say. It's always going to be 1%. If there's a door on the building, it's going to be 1%. A velociraptor can open a door. We, they proved that in the movie. He can figure out how to open a door. So if the door, <laughs> there's a door on the building, 1% of crazy going to come in here. What is this crazy? The person that keeps doing it against the way it's being preached. Right in here. Right in here. Right in here. Got brothers in here. We done told them. We don't, this ain't the Mac house. So you ain't going to be macking on girls in here. Guess what they keep doing? Macking on girls in here. We're not going to be gossiping. We're not going to be inviting people over to our house and talking against people in this church. What people keep doing? Inviting people over to their house and talking about the members. That's 1% of crazy. You over somebody's house and they say anything about members or talking about me and boy, you know what? That's when that old church finger. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, because, you know, for two reasons. One is because this ain't right. But the second reason is because I don't want my name nowhere in this. I got a good thing going on here. The word is helping me. It's helping my family, my children. Some good stuff has been happening for me. So I better just go on and bounce and let you have that. Because you're discontent. Your relationship is jacked. Your kids are crazy. I don't want any parts of that. I'm trying to do a little better than that. Some of you moved and drove miles, hundreds thousands you came here for that that was going on a thousand miles back away from here why would you man you even bring that back in my life but that's one percent they just crazy they can't help it but most of us in here we know hey man it's time to grow up some of y'all been in here four five six years it's time to grow up Sinning the same sins, it's time to grow up. Amen? Time to bear more fruit. And the more fruit can turn into much fruit. If you can endure the cutting. Look at somebody say, hang around. Hang around. Don't bounce. Hang around. Don't leave. Hang around. Just stay. Get cut. I don't have anything against anybody in here. So I would never use the microphone to try to hurt your feelings. I will come do that face to face. I have no problem. 
I have no problem doing that. I'm a very, very confident person. And I'm very confrontational. I do my job. This is my job. Amen. God takes care of me because I do my job. You ain't going to make me mess up with my boss. So I'm going to come to you. Yes, I, yes, I am. But I'm trying to help you get to where you need to be. If you trust me as your pastor, if you trust this church, then get with it. Hang around. Don't leave. Amen. I don't want any of you to leave. I really don't. Hang around. Let it oh, pruning. Just ah. If you ever done pruning, they came and cut some trees in my house uh, not too long ago. And I went out there and I watched it. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't have that job. They climbing all in the trees and had this thing and they shaking it and pulling and shaking. Okay, when I pull, you pull. When I shake, you shake. I mean, it's, it's a whole art to it. Pruning. Just think if that tree had feelings, that tree would be feeling pretty bad. After all of that swinging and pulling and cutting. and pr- That's how we feel when we're getting cut during that period. God is cutting us. It does not feel good. Amen. But if you endure it, you will bear more fruit. Just imagine if a tree had feelings and it had fruit on it. You pull that fruit off, that's got to hurt too. The process to prepare you for more and much hurts. And that's the process God has you in right now. He wants you to grow and be different. Amen. The majority of the folks that leave this church sour. Some people leave to go on and do other things, but the ones that leave sour and got to take to the internet or take to the membership and try to keep, you know, they, they, they try to keep somebody in here to tell them, oh, so what did he say this Sunday? What did he say this? That's some foolishness. That's, that's just foolishness. But there are people that do that. And so, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the ones that take to the internet and got to, you know, that, that leave this church sour and all of that, you know what the problem usually is? People are growing and they are not. People that have been here are applying the principles that they're learning and they're working for them. And they're watching and seeing nothing's working for them. You know why? Because they won't endure the test. And so they're upset. They're jealous. So they cause sedition and variance. And they can't leave by themselves. They got to try to take somebody with them. Yeah, they want to get away from here. Because of that cutting process. But y'all, the cutting process is required for us all. We all get cut. Amen. And we all bear more fruit because of it. Amen. Amen. All right. About to wrap this up. But this is my more fruit, much fruit chart. I look at this chart continually all the time. It helps and blesses me because I believe this is the difference from when you first got saved And you are in position to bear more fruit until you are matured and you're ready to bear much fruit. Some people aren't ready to bear any fruit because they just won't yield to God. Amen. They just won't yield to God. And I hate when people say they're just running from the Lord. They're running from their calling. No, they're not. They're just sinning and going to hell. That's what that's what they do. I hate that. He's just running, y'all. But once once God really get him, he's on his way to hell. Like that's going to make him feel good enough to get saved. Really? God is after me. He has a call for me that I'm not doing. 
man, I might as well just go on and get with it. That's not how it works. You're a devil. That's why you don't want to get with it. People hear me say, that sounded hardcore. Did it sound hardcore? That sounded rough, didn't it? Mm-hmm. You know who said that in the Bible? Jesus. They came to him. They was like, this, this, this. He said, you know what? Y'all, y'all, y'all are like y'all's father. The devil. <laughs> didn't he? Jesus went off. He said, y'all just, y'all, y'all just like your daddy. Yeah. Who, Father God? I mean, we're the children of Abraham. We're the original Israelites. He said, no, no, no. The devil. Like your father, the devil. He was a murderer in the beginning. He's still a murderer. Y'all are murderers. But the more fruit and the much fruit. When we first save, we bear more fruit in our first formidable years by winning souls. That's all of our mission. To bring folks in, Right? Bring them in, get them saved. We want to help them. We want to help the world. The world becomes our project. Yeah. But after years and years of cutting, you begin to realize much fruit. The move to much fruit is winning your home and your family. That means the neighbor and the street and the homeless and all that. None of them are more important. Than what's growing up right in my house. That's much fruit. Because if I can change the house, there will be a lineage of people that can go feed the poor. More fruit, understanding your issues. That's the more fruit. As soon as you get saved and everything, I'm just a wretch undone. That's a requirement to even come to God. You got to know you whack. I'm just trash. I'm trash. And you just pray every night. You got to pray, Lord, forgive me. You know, I'm just whack. I'm trash. But the much fruit comes when you begin to overcome those issues. More fruit, find the truth. Oh, you first got saved, the truth behind hip hop. Oh, you was flocking to all the events. You listen to 20 different pastors a week. Riding around, just praise music, everything. Just you, you listen to the Bible all the time. Folks trying to talk to you at work. You got headphones on listening to the Bible. You're just in search for that truth. But the much fruit comes when you're able to apply that truth. Man, I'm going to take what I'm hearing and I'm going to actually make it work in my life. Amen. More fruit, feeling God's power. When you first got saved, it felt like somebody plugged you in the wall. You saw stars and lightning and everything. Hey, you just, oh, what is that? What is that? <laughs> you felt it? What is that? Well, that's the same excitement. Those are excitotoxins in your body being released that gives you that joke. Just like when you was at Luther's concert and Prince and all of them. You felt it too. New edition, you passed out. You passed out. Ricka! But it was all about the feeling when you first got saved. It was so much about the feeling that times you pray and you didn't feel that feeling, you thought something was wrong. Man, I'm preaching in this place. See, I, yes, yes. Been there, done that. Like, oh, the Lord don't like me no more. Boy, you go and cause, you go have a revival by yourself. Just, oh, just running into everything in your bedroom. The dresser, you just knock everything off the dresser. 
wife coming out, what is wrong with you? You kung fu fighting. Knock everything. I'm trying to get that feeling. Yeah. And you know, I think God even laughs at us sometimes. I think he looks at us and be like, man, y'all, you crazy. When we first get saved, it's about that feeling. We want to keep that feeling. But the cares of this life over time, all of that, it stops being about that feeling. And it starts being about believing. That's the much fruit. Because once you believe, you can operate in that power and not just feel it. So you're not chasing a feeling. Your belief will manifest power in those situations. And finally, more fruit, leaving this world to be with God someday. When you first get saved, that's it. I'm done on earth. I'm through with you, world. Soon I will be done with the troubles of this world. That's it. That's your, that's your theme song. I'm just done. Somebody come to you and be like, hey, man, you all right, man? I mean, it's, it's about to be over anyway. It don't matter. I'm about to get out of here. Really? Oh, yeah, it's over. I'm saved now. It's over. That's it. I'm going to come be with you, Lord. And some people get stuck there. Yes, they do. They get old and traditional stuck there. Every testimony. Oh, praise God. I thank the Lord for being here. My life, health, and strength. Thank the Lord. He woke me up this morning, started me on my way. I, I'm closed in my right, closed in my right mind. I, oh, and I'm just going to go be with Jesus. All oh, things are so bad. Life sucks. So that's why I'm just going to go be with Jesus. I can't wait for the day when he cracked them skies and take me on out of here. My life is trash. It's trash all around me. All y'all trash. Pastors trash. This church, all this a bunch of foolishness. Just dumb stuff going on. So it's just time for us to just go on to glory. Amen. Y'all pray my strength. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. Yeah, just I mean got up there and just just roasted everybody. No nobody know what to say after that. Oh my goodness. Just making plans to get out of here. Amen. That's the beginning. But that's that that's the more fruit. You're looking for that great and powerful day. But the much fruit comes when you begin to overcome those issues and be with God right now. You see what I'm saying? I can actively apply what it is I'm learning and I can be with him right now. Are things good? They could be better, but they're better than they were because I understand what's going on and I'm applying what the word says. Y'all understand what I'm saying? That's a sign of maturity. I've matured in this thing. Now I know how to make good decisions so that I'll get good results. John 15 and 4 through 8. He says, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it what? Abide means to dwell, to live in the vine. You can't bear fruit of yourself unless you live in him. No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth what? Much fruit. For without me, ye can what? 
do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. Men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Firewood. If you don't abide in him, you are firewood. But if you abide in me and my what? Words abide in you. Ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. And herein is my Father glorified. In other words, God is going to get the glory once you bear much fruit. And when you begin to bear much, not some, not more, but much fruit, ye shall be my what? disciples this is where god has taken all of us as adamant believers time to bear much fruit you've been listening to a true church perspective from g craig lewis founder of ex ministries and pastor of adamant believers council in grand prairie texas if this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us Please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.